1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch.
1: Perfect. Mr. just Scott Bell. <laughs> I kid because I care. Scott Bell, scout, Toronto Maple Leafs, of course, a storied background in hockey. And, uh, Scott, I wasn't at the, I wasn't at the uh, same club sometimes that we work on at. Were you out there today?
0: <laughs> no, I wasn't there today.
1: You didn't get your lift in yet?
0: No, we, we liked the lifetime. They're a local company, right? Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, they do a great job taking care of their people, for sure. Now. Absolutely do. Um This is getting crazy. It's almost by the hour, this COVID stuff. It looks like, you know, the Wild may play the last game before the Christmas break uh, for these teams. What's it like in your circles? Is, you know, you're scouting and you're talking and all these things. What's the last week been like as COVID has reentered our lives?
0: Yeah, it's been a little different. I mean, we had our communication with the Maple Leafs and we're Toronto. So Canada has a little bit, they're they're stricter on their COVID uh, precautions and protocols. So, I know that my understanding is that the NHL will likely shut down until at least till December 23rd and won't have any more games. And it's, it's just been a, you know, the masking up and uh, we're going to have to get to go to our means, going to boost booster shots and different things like that. I know they're, they have protocols and precautions and, and they're just worried about people's safeties, but um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's something. And I, I think uh, the NFL might set the standard in the, uh, the playbook for how to handle this going yeah. forward, and, and hopefully that uh, they can kind of lead the way and, and get this in, on a straight on a straight path.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, basically, you heard Mike Zimmer the, right before we came on saying, "Hey, they're not going to miss any games. Believe me, the NFL is not going to miss any games." And I and I believe that. I believe their commitment is so strong. And, and, and they've got whatever it is that they're going to use as their science, they're going to use. And I don't know where the fans fit in on this, but they are, just like last year, when everybody said, well, there's going to be an NFL season, I talked to some people in the NFL, they said, absolutely, there's going to be an NFL season. There might not be all the players that always play every week, but there will be an NFL season because they're not going to lose that money, even if there's no fans in the stands. And And that was hard to watch. Now, when you went through it the first time, Uh, the end of 2020, uh, obviously, and and then the following year, and and you're still responsible for scouting. How much streaming scouting were you able to do? And and, and take me back, because now I forget some of this stuff. Did you you watch a lot of things via streaming at that that point in time as a scout?
0: Well, we we were unique as far as with the NHL, because Kyle Dubas, our GM, uh, he was very cautious and following protocols, and the Canadian government had certain protocols in place. So we actually streamed all—all all last year was video scouting. After the first like month or two, um, we went all video for the in, entire year. So we were one of the few teams that just went straight video, and we were—they uh, said we'd be fired if we went to games.
1: So we were not. Huh. That, that, that'll do the we trick, games. right?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he said you know because everybody's like oh I don't want to go to games I'm, I'm gonna get fired to go to a game so we did everything and now we we're hooked up with every every avenue to watch things online and we have every system there is and we're, we're, we're pretty geared up and we're we have all the, the tools necessary to see people on video.
1: Okay, so you're responsible, though, for grading some of these guys, et cetera, and I, and I know how much you rely on uh, relationships, et cetera. So, so did you watch a game stream-wise, and, and, and then is is there a way then to follow up and, and talk to the right people, et cetera? Sometimes, you know, I you don't know who you're going to run into at the rink, which is part of the fun of it, right? But uh, are, are you able to access and talk to people that you want to say, hey, I saw this kid and he looked good, tell me more about it?
0: He, absolutely, and that's that's part of our job is to network and and have uh, relationships that that you can call on to get information on players. And you know, like uh, Matthew Nyes is one of the players that we drafted out of Tri City. Um, I saw him a lot as an underage player, so he wasn't draft eligible. When we say underage, it was the year before his draft uh, eligible, and so I had a good idea what he was as a player as an underage player. So when I was watching the video on him. I had a better understanding of who what he was, just because I watched him so much the year before, so we put more of an emphasis on watching underage players now going forward when we're at live games, just so we can have that database on these players but uh, yeah, the relationship thing's huge, and I know uh, you know players uh say we co- we call the housing parents, we call their teachers, we call their Bantam coaches, we call their Peely coaches, we call you know we we call everybody and anybody the trainers, the weight coaches. The assistant coaches. So uh, the personality and how you treat people and how you behave as a person uh, plays a big part in, in why we draft you, or where you get drafted, and if you get drafted. And you know, there's a couple kids that we just flat out kept off our list because of uh, you know our recon on them was a little bit. Uh, it, it, they 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 just didn't they just didn't fit our mold. Our or they didn't have the standard of that we were looking for as far as just people and treating people well and things like that. So we do deep dives on kids all the time.
1: Scott Bell is our guest, uh, scout for the Toronto Maple Leafs and beyond. How, have, do you ever have times, because, you know, we all have different relationships with different people, and, and does it happen very often where one, you, you're doing a reference check on a kid and one guy says, oh, great guy, man, great competitor, love," blah, 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 and the next person says, oh, he's a jerk. I, I mean, does that happen often just because of the nature of, of personalities?
0: Um, I would say that the if a if a player or a person is not uh, if they are a jerk or somebody that uh, the coach doesn't like or somebody doesn't like, this is how they'll answer. They'll never bury a kid or say super negative things about a player, but they won't say anything at all. So yeah,
1: and so, a, so you listen for what you don't hear, so to speak, right?
0: Absolutely, they they won't say anything like you know they like call and say hey how's so and so oh he's fine oh, he's a decent kid blah and they don't too much very vague everything's general and then you say hey how's uh how's uh jackson blake oh he's great he's this he's yep. that he's, you know and they just get all excited about him so um you know every other you know that that's how you kind of kind of weed through that because they don't want to ever be the reason a kid does not make it or isn't drafted so they, they make you they make it work or they make you dig a little deeper when you get those types of answers then you start going and
2: and you, you
0: you'll 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 start talking to more people just to try to get a better base of it or let her paint a better picture.
1: So so the USHL the, the, the junior leagues, uh, same thing streaming and and and, and, and you talk to uh, you know they, they all stay with uh, uh, billet to, billets and everything else. Uh, you you get into that a little bit. And and, and how hard did, did did these junior leagues survive it okay? Because they're so driven by gate receipts.
0: Yeah, you know they they did survive. I know some of them had some difficulties. Um you know and the, and they different states had different rules, too, like if you were in Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls had six seven thousand people at their games all you know during the covid other other teams in different states were shut down, and the Sioux Falls stampede had full full crowds and had great crowds, so um you know the, every every state was a little different and I think they did manage to survive financially i, I don't know on how all that works, but you know with the the billet stuff you, you reference. I had one player that I called the billet he played in two different leagues, and i and I heard some you know some rumors, so I actually called his bill that he lived with three years prior and uh had a you know he didn't treat his billet uh parents very well and was disrespectful and those types of things and found that out and then that just kind of influences us on what we decide to do with uh with that individual, but you know all those things do, we do we do circle back and I think that's a, a good lesson for kids to to learn that hey how you treat people and uh it matters and how you act as a person it matters and your character does matter and all those things yes sir no sir um yes ma'am thank you hold the door open all those things add up and people really do pay attention to those things little things do matter
1: I got two questions along those lines one i i remember talking to you and I'll share it with you privately I won't do it publicly but uh, uh an n h l team is has got it down to two players, and so that it's a deep dive now because you're doing it you're talking about first round picks and et cetera and and they go meet with the one player and and they watch the way he talks to his dad and he calls his dad every name in the book as as if that's just a part of the normal conversation. And, and they're taken back because they find that highly disrespectful that that's his threshold, that he thinks that that's okay. Uh, and so they drafted the other kid, uh, and which turned out to be the right selection, etc. cetera. Uh, but they said this this guy didn't realize what he was given away uh, because he just thought that that's the way everybody treats their parents. And, and, and we will look at it as we can't have that in the locker room. Does that happen from time to time where people just have a different definition of what they, they consider to be? Good behavior, bad behavior.
0: Well, absolutely, and and you know what? It's how you're you're raised and brought up, and and those types of things. So there are, yeah, certainly different different definitions, but at the same time, just being right there's right and wrong, and being respectful and and, and treating people well. Uh, there's you know there <laughs> there's a right and wrong, and if you're not respectful to your parents, um, how are you going to be respectful to a coach or someone that's going to have to tell you a, a per- person in a position of authority that needs to tell you to do something, how are you going to respond when they say something to you if you treat your power up morally? So that's kind of a no-brainer. And if a kid is like that, you know, that that's probably a kid we wouldn't bet on either.
1: You know, um, another thing that we in the media do, and I feel a little bit guilty about this, um because we 're looking for the story and the next best thing and, and and then once you identify that this kid is great, then you go tell a great story about him and 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 you you know you you, you continue the the saga so to speak, or the legacy of what they believe, and pretty soon you realize that that you know uh we 're telling them how great they are the the other their coaches are, their teachers are, everybody is, even though we know that they're, they're still in store for pitfalls, we're not trying to do that. We're just trying to highlight a kid. And, and it has kind of a counterintuitive effect because pretty soon they start believing that they are the, the best and they don't need to keep working for it or grinding it because they've arrived. Do you see the profile of that from time to time?
0: Well, certainly you can see that across the board in sports, and it, it, it plays itself out all the time. And it, it's, uh, you know, I almost say that sports is the, the male soap opera, like we and female too as well. But it's uh, the, the thing that lots of things uh, play out. And it certainly does happen, and unfortunately, that does happen. But you know, we try to believe in the best of people, and you want to build up people, and you want to be positive, and you want to show good sides of people, and try to weed out the negative. So. I guess I'd rather have uh, the positive, the positive, and sometimes it may go sideways, but, uh, you know, try to get the good in people, and that's that's when the magic happens.
1: And the other piece of that, the other magic that can happen, you and I have talked about this before, is that's why there's such great value in lower round picks, because they have ability, you've identified that, but they also have a hunger because, because they, they, they they buy into the grind, so to speak, because they don't believe that they've arrived. And once they get their footings, look out, because because once they catch somebody that was drafted above them, they're never giving it back because that guy quit working and they keep working, correct?
0: Oh, yeah. Nico Strum from uh, yeah. the Wild, he is an absolute wonderful story. He got traded in the North American League to the Austin Bruins down in Austin, Minnesota, played for... Chris talk and Jamie Huffman there. No, no scholarships, anything ended up, uh, playing never in the USHL North America, like went to Clarkson, um, and played well there. And all of a sudden, you know, he, he worked from the North American league, uh, traded in that league. And now he's playing in the NHL for the Minnesota wild. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, that's just a wonderful story that he's an example of that magic happening and just working and battling and, Never giving up and playing in Austin in the North American League, getting traded in that league, and just that for me, that's a magical story that the Minnesota Wild just kind of have in there, and as part of their their culture too. Guys like that make it there because they embrace that type of personality and that kind of story.
1: You know, another one that has a little bit of that. I just talked to him a couple hours ago. I had a nice visit with him, Charlie Lindgren. Uh Lakeville kid that went to St. Cloud State, had success at St. Cloud State, then ended up in Montreal and in and out, never played last year. He was in the minor leagues. Gets called up by St. Louis. I think it was four goalies in front of him, uh, uh, at least early in the season. And, and there was a COVID case, an injury case, and this and that. He's he's 5-0. and He's won his last five games. Uh, because he's hung in there and, and, uh, you know, he's hung in there and chose to, he comes from a hockey family, you know it well, uh, Scott, but all of a sudden, uh, you, you know, all of a sudden he's lightning in a bottle.
0: It, it, it's, it's just wonderful. Never give up. And his brother, Ryan, who plays with the Rangers.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, he got traded from the Boston, He played in the American League for a year. You don't know which way it's going to go. And all of a sudden he's in there and he's battling. <laughs> he brought Phil Kessel the other night, but. Did he fight that- Phil yeah you feel the thrill got in his first fight in like 10 years <laughs> Ryan's okay. it, it, it him so much but that family has some grit and grind to it and they they don't quit And i know the dad's been involved in like as an agent and been in it but those, those kids have that's what ryan has he has grit and you know and charlie in the same way and as a goalie to have that kind of grit and it's mental toughness it's just that mental i will not be not be denied i believe in myself i just those are those are magical, and that's why we like sports. Is because things like that happen, and we see that, and we can see some of ourselves and people that go through struggles and make it, and we're just happy for them. And that that for me, that's the the beauty of sports, seeing things like that happen.
1: Our friend Tom Curvers at late Tom Curvers used to tell me that hockey has a way of rewarding those that deserve it. Is that the way it feels for most people? Because it does seem like there's more room for grinders there than anywhere else. Well,
0: there are because there there are designated roles and it's a roster of 20 and guys on that third, fourth line can find their place on a team that has a bunch of stars and that they do do all the dirty work and they work and they do the grind and they are the teammate and they have character, they can get rewarded. And it's, you know, like uh, Charlie Lindgren's a good example of that and uh, Nico Sturm's a good example of that. The Hartman kid that's playing for the Wild, yeah. playing lights out. He's a great example of that, too. Just don't quit and just, you know, he he's Yeah, and he on. went
1: from first round to being bounced around, right?
0: Absolutely. And now he's found his game and he's found a home. And, the, you know, the coaching staff embraces that. Billy Gear and Randy Saxon, those guys embrace that that type of person. And, and it shows in the way they play. And it, it's just wonderful to see.
1: In the NHL, who's the most important person to set the culture? Is it the general manager, the coach, or the captains?
0: Well, I think... It, it's the combination, all three, I believe, because you can see Billy Guerin does set the standard for what he wants, and and his coach falls suit with Dean Evanson, and then you can see the captains there. They they do a great job there, and again, you can see it all the way from the. I think the Wild is a, a real good blueprint for how that works from top to bottom and through management to coaches to players. They do a really good job, and he, it shows in their production as a team. They're not a team of superstars, but they're they're a very good team
1: last question i know you're out here most of the time but do you feel toronto so to speak are you there enough to feel uh the culture the maple leafs and, and the crowds and the fanfare that goes with being a part of toronto
0: oh yeah <laughs> toronto is, is you know like their original six they're you know yeah the mecca of hockey it's it's a special organization to be a part of i feel lucky and fortunate to be part of it you can feel it i mean we're we're on the cusp of something really good too. So if it can happen for us, it's it's lights out in that city and that country for Toronto. There's a lot of maple leaf sand all over the the US and Canada.
1: Yeah, I just hope there's fans there to watch it when when Absolutely. it happens. But yeah, they're having a great season with some great young talent. Scott, appreciate it very much. Merry Christmas right. if I don't see you before, but maybe I'll see you at the club before. All right. Thanks again. You bet Scott Bell, nice enough to join us in News Talk.